Hello all, today we will be seeing different biochemical properties, resistance and epidemiology of Staphylococcus aureus. Among biochemical properties, we find Staphylococcus aureus fermenting different sugars with production of acid but usually no gas, glucose, lactose, maltose, sucrose and mannitol, which is a sugar alcohol, are all fermented with the production of acid. Mannitol fermentation by Staphylococcus aureus is of diagnostic importance because no other species generally ferment mannitol. Staphylococcus aureus is also catalase positive, urease positive, reduces nitrate to nitrite, Indole negative, MR positive, VP positive, hydrolyzed gelatin, that is gelatinase positive, phosphatase positive. Aureus, Staphylococcus aureus produces phosphatase, whereas Staphylococcus epidermidis is negative or weakly positive. That again is of diagnostic significance. Staphylococcus aureus produces thermostable nucleases. Even boiled cultures can degrade DNA in an agar diffusion test. So Staphylococcus aureus is DNA's test positive because it produces different nucleases which can degrade DNA. Staphylococcus aureus is coagulase test positive oxidase negative it produces clear hemolysis on blood agar it produces a golden yellow pigment when cultured and it produces black colonies on a medium containing potassium telluride because it can reduce telluride so these were the general biochemical properties coming to the resistance among the non-sporing bacteria, Staphylococcus aureus is considered to be the more resistant one. It can remain viable for 3 to 6 months. It can be isolated from dried pus after 2 to 3 months. It may withstand 60 degrees Celsius for 30 minutes. Thermal death point is found to be 62 degrees Celsius for 30 minutes. It can be killed at 62 degrees Celsius for 30 minute exposure. Some strains require heating at 80 degrees Celsius for 1 hour to be killed. Heat resistant strains grow at temperatures such as 45 degrees Celsius. Most strains can grow at 10 to 15 percent sodium chloride concentration heat resistance and growth in high levels of sodium chloride is found to be important in food spoilage, food preservation, etc. Staphylococcus aureus can resist 1% phenol for 15 minutes but it is inhibited by mercury peroxide 1% solution in 10 minutes and inhibited by various bactericidal aniline dyes such as crystal violet concentration 1 in 500,000 brilliant green concentration 1 in 10 lakh 
so aniline dyes can inhibit it it is inhibited by fatty acids but is found to be resistant to lysozymes in the beginning staphylococcus aureus was sensitive to penicillin but with widespread clinical use of penicillin penicillin resistant strains are now very common penicillin resistance is found to be of three types common is the production of beta lactamase or penicillinase enzyme which inactivates penicillin by splitting the beta lactam ring in its structure staphylococci mainly produces four types of penicillinases a b c d hospital strains usually produce type a penicillinase penicillinase is an inducible enzyme in the presence of penicillin production of this enzyme is induced production is usually controlled by genes carried on plasmids these plasmids can be transmitted by transduction or conjugation some plasmid same plasmids may carry genes for resistance to different antibiotics and even heavy metals so transfer of one plasmid is enough to make a strain multi drug resistant penicillin resistance can also be due to alteration or mutation in penicillin binding protein and changes in the bacterial surface receptors which also bind to penicillin these changes reduce the binding of beta lactam antibiotics to cells the mutation may be chromosomal in nature and it can be transferred from one generation to the next mutations are seen expressed more at 30 degrees celsius than 37 degrees celsius a resistance can be extended to synthetic penicillins also such as medicillin cloxacillin these are seen in medicillin resistant staphylococcus aureus this resistance some can be even resistant to other antibiotics heavy metals such strains are the main culprit or mainly indicated implicated in nosocomial or hospital infections these can be named as or designated as emrsa epidemic medicillin resistant staphylococcus aureus they are found to be resistant to different antibiotics erythromycin tetracyclines aminoglycosides heavy metals etc initially they were found to be sensitive to vancomycin but now vancomycin resistant strains have also been isolated from the clinical setups so vrsa becomes vancomycin resistant mrsa is medicillin resistant emrsa is epidemic medicillin resistant staphylococcus aureus vrsa is vancomycin resistant strains resistance to penicillin can also be by development of tolerance to penicillin whereby the bacterium is not killed its growth is inhibited but once the antibiotic the antibiotic is removed it can revive so inhibition of bacterium growth but not death so resistance to penicillin is thus by three methods first production of vitlactamase second alteration or mutation in the penicillin binding proteins and other surface receptors 
third development of tolerance to penicillin now coming to the epidemiology part staphylococcus aureus is a primary pathogen of humans and animals found to colonize skin skin glands and mucous membranes human patients and carriers form the important source of infection than animals and inanimate objects inanimate objects can be otherwise called formites 10 to 30% healthy population carry staphylococcus aureus in their noses so they are nasal carriers 10% carry it in perineum 10% are hair carriers 5 to 10% carry staphylococcus aureus in the vagina and this increases during menses time that is important in toxic staphylococcal shock syndrome associated with menses time that will be seen in the pathogenesis part now staphylococcal carrier state can start early in life in the neonates colonization of umbilical cord is seen and thereby they become carriers some are called shedders shedders are the carriers which disseminate or which shed staphylococci in large numbers for prolonged period so carriers and shedders carriers have it in the body shedders shed them spread them in large numbers for extended period cocci is shed by patients and it can contaminate formites or other objects like handkerchiefs bed linen blankets they can persist for days and weeks even in dried state infected domestic animals such as cows also carry staphylococci mode of infection is mainly exogenous we we get the infection from the patients or carriers or endogenous we get it from our own body part where the staphylococci has colonized in some part of our body so exogenous from outside endogenous from inside mode of transmission can be direct contact indirect contact such as formites or objects dust droplet nuclei etc an important aspect of staphylococci cocci infection is no so common infection healthcare or hospital acquired infection it's important since usually these strains are multi drug resistant example as we mentioned before methicillin resistant staphylococcus aureus epidemic methicillin resistant staphylococcus aureus vancomycin staphylococcus resistant staphylococcus aureus strains which are resistant to multiple antibiotics these multi drug resistant strains are the common cause of post operative infections and other hospital cross infections some of them even causing epidemics of hospital cross infections these strains are called epidemic strains of staphylococcus aureus 
why these hospital strains are important is because these hospital strains are usually resistant to all the routinely used antibiotics in the hospitals and they can lead to epidemic infections hospital cross infections etc so in such cases patients with staphylococcal skin lesions or other diseases staphylococcus diseases should be isolated strict aseptic measures should be followed such as hand washing by the physicians carriers should should be identified virulent strains should be eradicated by if possible by deliberate spreading of strains of low virulence antimicrobial prophylaxis should be carried out by surface application of antiseptics and for patients proper medication should be administered against staphylococcal infections these are found to be useful in controlling nosocomial infections so this was about the epidemiology today we discussed biochemical properties resistance and epidemiology if any doubts do get back we'll be continuing in the next class with the pathogenesis